everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. Phew, this is boring. Seth looked down at his math homework, lying on the desk in front of him. At that moment, his phone rang. Hey, who is it? asked Seth. A good-humored voice sounded from the phone. Hey, it's Bruce. The new basketball court on the school grounds finally opened. Do you feel like playing a game? Oh, I'd love to, but I'm afraid I can't. I'm still sitting here working on homework for tomorrow, Seth replied, feeling very disappointed. Bruce wasn't fazed by that at all. Oh, come on. You can still do them tonight. It's such nice weather and, and we're still short of teammates, he tried to convince his buddy. Seth glanced out of the window. It was a beautiful summer afternoon. The sun shone through between the clouds and bathed his backyard in a warm light. Then he looked again at the sheet on his desk, which was full of jumbled calculation paths and scribbles. You know what? You're right. I'm gonna come. I'll be there in ten minutes, Seth said firmly. Perfect. See you there, Bruce replied and hung up the phone. Seth got his backpack out of his closet and hurried down the stairs. Where do you think you're going? Have you finished your homework yet? Asked his father in amazement, who was sitting in his chair in the living room, flipping through the newspaper. Yep, all done. There's a new basketball court at school. I'm going to meet Bruce and we're going to play a game. His father's expression clouded a little. Oh, uh, I see. Well, have fun then, son. Then he got up and went into the kitchen. Seth looked at his mother questioningly. What's the matter with Dad? Did I say something wrong? His mother shook her head and walked closer to Seth. No, don't worry, but your dad is a little touchy on the subject. When he was in high school, he played on the basketball team. He was the star of the team, and, and his big dream was to win the state championship. But just before the game, he got hurt quite badly. He had been helping to decorate for the post-match party, but while hanging the decorations, the ladder he was standing on collapsed. He fell down and broke his leg, and because of that, he couldn't participate in the match. So, as a result, his team lost the final, and that kind of gnaws at him to this day, and, and that's why he, he's not big on basketball. Oh man, I, I didn't know that. I feel really bad, Seth said sadly. His mother placed her hand on his. Oh, don't be sweetheart. That was a long time ago, and your dad can handle it. He only wants the best for you. Now, go and have some fun, his mother said, smiling and squeezing his hand. Seth nodded, walked out of the door, and made his way to the school grounds, where Bruce and the rest of his friends were already waiting for him. After a heated game, Seth dropped onto the bench next to Bruce, exhausted. <sighs> Did you know that our school team once went to the finals of the basketball championship? He asked his friend. Bruce looked at him in amazement. Of course, that was 1984, the first and last time our team ever went that far. Unfortunately, they didn't win the title then. I didn't know that. My dad played on the team back then, Seth told him. Bruce's eyes widened. What? Really? Oh, that's so cool. 
He must be in the team photos then, replied Bruce excitedly. Yeah, he must be. I think I'll go and check right now. You just stay here and relax. You've got to be fit for the next round, right? Seth left the court and entered the school building. Photos of the sports teams were hung in a large display case. He looked for the year 1984 and examined the faces of the athletes. Sure enough, there he stood. His father was wearing a shirt with the number one and grinning at the camera. But he wasn't in the picture from the final. Oh, I'm sorry you had such bad luck, Dad, Seth thought to himself, and was about to go back when he suddenly noticed a door standing open. Something about the door seemed to attract him magically. He couldn't remember having seen it before. He looked around once more and then walked towards the door slowly. He turned the handle, pushed it open, and walked through. Suddenly, he began to feel a little dizzy, however, only for a very brief moment. And then, Seth had a clear head again. Huh, funny. This is just a regular storage closet, he muttered, looking around. Well, never mind. Seth turned and walked back out the door. Huh. What's going on here? thought Seth to himself, startled. Suddenly, there were hundreds of students in the hallways. And not only that, they were all wearing funny clothes. Carrot pants and tracksuits, some in bright neon colors. The girls had big backcombed hair and bangs. Several students were listening to music on a Walkman, and one of them even had a huge ghetto blaster with him. The hallways were decorated and flags hung everywhere. Have I gone crazy? Or is this a costume party going on right now? Thought Seth, confused. At that moment, he was approached by another student. Yo, dude, crazy clothes, where'd you get those? Seth looked at his jeans and sweater. Uh, it's some new trend from, uh, Japan, he replied. Huh? I see. Kind of looks a little weird, you know. Huh, you're one to talk with your neon jacket and mullet, mused Seth. He stood in the hallway for a few more minutes, trying to make sense of the situation. Where are all of these people coming from? And what's happening here? I was only in the storage room for a few seconds. At that moment, two loudly gossiping girls with big backcombed curly hair pushed past Seth. Do you think the Raptors will win today? One of them asked her friend. That sentence made Seth take notice. Raptors? That was the name of his father's old team that was renamed years ago, wasn't it? Um, excuse me, I'm sorry, but were you just talking about the Raptors, the basketball team? He asked the two girls. Yeah, of course. What else would we be talking about? The whole school is talking about the grand final game today, right? One of the girls replied, looking confused. Seth looked around again at the decorations in the school building. All at once, it suddenly dawned on him what was going on. I just have to be certain, he thought to himself. Um, this question probably sounds a bit weird, but what year is it right now? He asked. The two students looked at him in confusion. You really are a funny guy. It's 1984, of course. Seth couldn't believe it. 
He didn't know how, but somehow he had traveled back in time. Now the scales fell from his eyes. He hadn't just traveled to a random date. The game my father couldn't be at. It's today. Today he gets injured. Oh, I have to help him. Seth looked around in a panic, trying to locate his father. He ran through corridors, pushing aside anyone in his way. Quick, quick, I can still make it, Seth muttered. Then he stopped. At the end of the corridor, a young man was climbing a ladder. In his hand, he held a placard that read, Go Raptors! And emblazoned on his shirt was a big number one. Dad, thought Seth, and rushed towards the boy. He had just climbed the step when Seth bumped into him and knocked him to the ground. Hey, what are you doing? The teenager asked angrily. Seth looked at him in the face. It was clearly his father. Hi, Dad. I mean, I, I just wanted to warn you. The ladder is broken and it needs urgent repair. I'd best take it now, Seth stammered, pointing to a loose screw on the ladder. The young man's face relaxed. Oh, well, thank you, he said, patting Seth on the shoulder. Seth nodded hastily. For a few seconds, Seth just stood there staring at this young man in front of him. Looking into his eyes, he recognized it was his father. But he couldn't quite believe he was there, standing in front of him and seeing him at such a young age. He snapped out of his thoughts and hastily jammed the ladder under his arm and was about to disappear in the direction of the storeroom. At that moment, his father turned to him once more. Hey, wait, say, do, do we know each other from somewhere? Um, not that I know of, Seth said hastily and then disappeared among the other students. His father looked after him thoughtfully for a while. Huh, funny, I, I swear I know that boy. Seth quickly ran back to the storage room and dropped the ladder to the floor. Oh, okay, hopefully that was enough, he said. He was about to go outside when he suddenly felt dizzy again and fell to the floor. After a while, he regained consciousness and picked himself up. Oh man, that hurts, he muttered as he walked down the corridor towards the exit. The school was empty again. No sign of decorations, ghetto blasters, or tracksuits. Apparently, Seth was back in his own time. He stopped suddenly in front of the glass display case. The photos were all still hanging there, but something was different. The photo of the national championship now showed his father. He was grinning into the camera with a huge trophy in his hand. Yes, you made it, Dad! Seth thought and smiled to himself. Then he went outside where Bruce was already waiting for him. There you are. What took you so long? He asked. Seth just waved it off. Oh, I was just taking my time looking at the photos. The friends played a few more rounds of basketball before Seth headed back home. His mother was already waiting for him. Hey, so how was it? She asked curiously. Oh, it was great, Mom. The new basketball court is really nice, Seth replied. At that moment, his father entered the room. He must have overheard the conversation because he said, Well, if that court is that good, we'll have to play together sometime. Seth grinned at him. I love that, Dad, but I'm really good now. 
You're really gonna have to work hard. Ha! Nonsense. You're talking to a former champion. I'll win against you easy. <laughs> have I told you how we won the national championship in 1984? His father replied with a laugh. Only about a thousand times, his mother replied, rolling her eyes. That's okay, Dad. I'd be happy for you to tell me the story again. In fact, while you tell me, let's go outside and play a round of basketball. Seth smiled at his father, who smiled back at his son and nodded his head. Great idea, son. Race you there. The end.